Investor intelligence provides general information only. You should consider seeking independent advice to see how this information relates to your unique circumstances. Please refer to the terms and conditions available at investorintelligence.com.au for more. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Investor Intelligence, brought to you by the team at The Property Mentors. It's your weekly podcast for all things investment and hosted by me, Phoebe Sikowski-Wallace. So listeners, we've got something just a little bit different for you today. First, I'll introduce who I've got in the studio with me. I've got one of our senior property mentors, Pat DeRuda. Welcome, Pat. Thanks for having me. Of course. And we've got our CEO and founder of The Property Mentors, Luke Harris. Welcome, Luke. Hi, Phoebe. Hi. Very well, thank you. Now, I'm just going to give a little bit of context as to why we are sitting here right now. About 20 minutes ago, we were having a conversation in the office and We've decided to jump into the studio and record it instead because it's not much use us having this conversation between us and not really sharing it. Um, I don't really have any questions prepared for this episode. It's very much off the cuff, but Luke and Pat do have a message that they would really like to get out to our listeners. Now, I'm also just going to preface that, you know, we usually keep these uh, episodes pretty G-rated, PG at most if we're feeling a little bit cheeky. Um, but this episode is not for the faint-hearted. If you are feeling a little bit fragile, uh, if you're feeling a little bit sensitive, we strongly recommend this episode's probably not for you. At the same time, it is all completely well-intended. Um, please just see it as tough love. But I have given the guys the green light to basically take the gloves off uh, and have at it <laughs> for this one. Um, but if you are kind of waiting and procrastinating, maybe this is a bit of a kick up the ass that you might need. So, gentlemen, what is the topic? What what has inspired today's topic? Well, I've been speaking with a lot of people at the moment, uh, well, over the last year or so, and there just seems to be a lot of waiting, procrastinating, and it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there are plenty of people that we're working with who are building wealth, and there's a lot of people who either it's not the right time, they're too busy with work, interest rates, the market, they're waiting for all of these things to perfectly align. And the truth is it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit excuses and it's not going to happen. And Luke, I know this is something you've talked about over and over again. So what what do you say to that? Well, I've talked about this for over 20 years now of, of saying there's no perfect time to get into the market there's no silver bullet that's going to help you build wealth without having to take any risk or um, get out of your comfort zone. So building wealth does take risk and it means getting out of your comfort zone, doing things that you haven't done before. So when I look at people that are thinking about investing and sort of umming and ahhing, waiting for the perfect property or the perfect uh, advisor or the perfect uh, market conditions or whatever it is that they're waiting for, um, I generally say, what the f*** are you waiting for? Because the reality is, is that no one's going to do it for you. And the reason we started the property mentors in the first place is because of the fact that people need help to build wealth. Mm-hmm. It's not something you get taught in school and it's not something that people naturally just go out there and learn on their own because there's so much data and so much information out there. Where do you start? 
And this is why we've got a mentoring uh, system in place and a system that we've built deliberately to help people overcome the fears and concerns they've got about investing. So when we see people that are perfectly capable of going out there investing in the marketplace, they've got big goals, they've got big dreams, they want to do it and they tell us they want to do it, yet there's a reason that's stopping them from actually going out there and doing it. It's usually fear. And that's the biggest thing that stops people from investing. But that also stops you from building wealth. So you've got to uh, really put things into perspective at the moment. Uh, yes, there's some uncertain economic times. Um, the budget's just been released recently. And obviously, we're looking to uh, build long-term wealth. But if we look at the short-term stuff getting in the way, it's never going to happen. Mm. So, Pat, I'm quite interested to hear uh, what you're kind of hearing on the phones to potential members. As you said, it's not the, necessarily the members. They're on board. They're, they're already building wealth. So what are the excuses that you're hearing on the phone? One of the biggest excuses is they don't have enough time to focus on investing. Right. And my first question to them is, when was the last time you weren't busy? Mm. And usually they'll arm and they'll ah, and they don't know because everyone is busy. Everyone's always going to be busy. Everyone's got work. Everyone's got kids. Everyone's got family. Everyone's got a social life and all these things that they do in their life. However, they're just always going to be busy. And that's where a mentor does come in because we can set you on the path that you're looking to go down and guide you and take on a bit of extra work for you so that you don't have to focus 40 hours a week on your business, which is your property portfolio. We can help you with that by doing a lot of the background work so we can just guide you through that so you can still achieve your goals. And that's, Pat, you're being nice, right? (laughs) The reality is is that everyone has 24 hours in a day. Every single person on the planet has the same amount of hours in a day. Anyone that's saying that I have enough time is bullshit. The reality is that it's bullshit because you've got people like Oprah Winfrey, you've got Elon Musk, you've got presidents of of uh, countries and um, leaders of, of all sorts of organizations and governments around the world. They have 24 hours in a day. So if you're saying you don't have enough time to plan for your own financial future, you've got to ask yourself, are you feeding yourself bullshit or... Is that a genuine excuse? Because the reality is is that everyone has the same amount of time. It's how you prioritize your time and what you do with it. If you look back over the last five years, when was the last time you had a perfect window of opportunity to spend time on your investing? Mm. The reality is, is most people say, oh, well, maybe I could have done it then or I don't know when I had the perfect opportunity. So if you couldn't have found the time over the last five years, what's going to change in the next five years? Yeah, yeah. Probably nothing. It all comes down to your priorities. Now, I understand investing is risky and it does take, it takes, it takes a lot of your emotions to think about investing and to really, um, get away from your day to day life and, and think about investing. Obviously, you've got to carry that with you while you're thinking about it. Am I doing the right thing? Have I got the right people around me? Am I buying the right property? You know, cause the reality is if, if you f- it up, it's going to go wrong pretty bad, mm. right? So people are scared about, taking steps forward because they might end up taking steps back. Sure. Um, so the reality for most people is that they sit there in limbo wanting to do things, even if they've talked to people that can help them, and they'll sit there and stay where they are because that's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. The reality is, is if you haven't done it in the last five years, there's probably not much you're going to do in the next five years to change your current financial situation. So when we're talking about I don't have enough time, you know, I, I kind of laugh and cringe at the same time when I hear that because people are telling me stuff that's completely false. 
It's not true at all because everyone has 24 hours in a day. And what I've managed to do in 24 hours a day, same 24 hours that you have. Hmm. It sound, it actually, just hearing both of you talk about that, then it really does sound like a bit of a cop-out excuse, like quite a sort of safe excuse to use. Well, people are saying, I want to build wealth. I want to make money through property. I mm. want to invest. Oh, but I don't have time. Mm. So if you don't do it, who's going to do it for you? Yeah. This is the reality of it is that, you know, most people out there, if you look at the figures from the Australian Bureau of Statistics and the ATO data, most people are not retiring in this country financially free. 90% of people in this country don't have enough money at retirement. Mm. That's pretty scary. It's scary and sad at the same time. But this is why, you know, I wrote my first book, Let's Get Real, because you want to get real about your situation. Stop bullshitting yourself and stop kidding yourself about where you're at and how quickly things you're going to, uh, are going to change. Mm. The amount of people that we speak to in their mid to late 50s that come to us going, I haven't sorted my finances out and I need to retire in the next 10 years. Help. And these people are genuinely asking for help because they haven't sorted their shit out sooner. Yeah. And there's people in their 20s and 30s and 40s now that are perfectly positioned to go out there and build wealth in property, but they're not doing it because they're finding excuses for themselves. I don't have enough time. Work's really busy at the moment. I'm worried about interest rates. I'm worried about the property market crashing. All of these things can be managed if you understand them. Yeah. But if you keep making excuses without understanding the actual fundamentals behind these excuses and what's really going on in your head. What's really going on in your head is I'm scared about something and it could go wrong, but at the same time, I'm not prepared to change anything. I'm not prepared to learn about these things. I'm not prepared to understand what's going on in my head. I'm just going to put up my hand and say, it's all too hard. I still want to build wealth and I want to be wealthy and I want all of these goals to be achieved, but I'm not going to do what it takes to get there. Mm -hmm. So for, from our perspective, you know, we can't really help you to progress. Not that we can't work with people like that, but we can't help you to progress if you're not taking the steps on your own. Mm -hmm. We can help you and guide you along the way, but we can't, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but we can't make a drink basically. And so we lead people to water every day and we give we hear excuses. Oh, but I can't drink my neck sore, you know, <laughs> whatever excuses you're getting. Right. But we've heard everything, right? The reality is, is the most successful investors are the ones that can, first of all, accept that they need to change something. Mm. The second thing that they need to do is take action. So they need to go out there and actually do something. So not just understanding that they need to learn about investing, but they need to take action, do something different to what they've been doing. Have a good team of advisors around you. And get out there in the marketplace and do it. The way I invest is going out there and investing in any market conditions with any government, with any interest rates, because the reality is, is that I can't change those things. These are big picture macroeconomic um, fundamentals that are always going to be there. So I can't control them. So I need to keep investing anyway, because no one's doing it for me. Mm. My accountant is not building wealth for me. My mortgage broker is not building wealth for me. Unless I make decisions for myself and I go out there and take action myself, no one's going to do it for me. Yeah. So I've got some of the best advisors around me, but they will not physically sign a contract on a property for me. They will not go and apply for a loan for me without my signature on those documents. So until you make a decision that your financial future is more important than your bullshit excuses, nothing's going to change. Mm. So Pat, Luke just rallied off a couple of other reasons or excuses just then. So we had interest rates, fear about the market crashing, and other ones, uh, I don't have enough savings, which can seem like a pretty understandable one in a lot of people's eyes. But yeah. what are you saying to those people? Well, the people that say they don't have enough savings, firstly, have you spoken with a mortgage broker about that? 
Mm. Or are you just saying that to me as an excuse? If you haven't got enough savings, have you got a savings plan? Do you know how much you're going to need to buy your first property? Do you know what your borrowing capacity is so you know how much you need to save? All of these things that you don't know when you don't understand, you need help with. Mm. There's so much to learn when it comes to investing in property about how to do it right and what to do. And that is what you, well, we believe that you need prior to investing. Because like Luke said, we can't do it for you. I can guide you, I can steer you in the right direction, but I can't sign a contract for you. Mm. And I'm not comfortable putting a property in front of someone that doesn't understand why they're doing it and how that's going to help them with their future and the fundamentals behind the actual investment. So that takes time to learn because there is so much to learn. Luke spent 23 years in the market to know what he knows. These people that come to us and say that they don't have the savings or the time, they also don't have the education and that is what is needed prior to investing. And like I said, that takes time. So if you don't have enough savings, we can help you work towards that so you have a plan but also working on your education so that when you are ready, you can sign that contract and start building your wealth. And savings is understandable in the sense like that's not going to happen quickly. That takes sometimes years to save up for, say, a deposit. But are you saying in that time that is the perfect opportunity for them to start their education and actually start the journey as opposed to just waiting for when they have that deposit and then start the education and everything else? Because remember, financial is only one aspect of investing. Yeah. So you've got your emotional readiness and your educational readiness as well that we need to work on. And that is the perfect opportunity to work on your education while you're saving. And it'll also keep you more motivated as you learn more about investing and the power that it has for your own future. As you start learning all of this, you'll end up making changes, putting more money away, and you'll get there faster as you learn. The alternative is doing it on your own. You see that most people are going out there and they want to build wealth, they want to make money. So they'll, they'll dabble in Bitcoin, I hate saying the B word out loud. <laughs> um, you know, we are probably swearing a little bit today, but the B, B word's pretty much banned around here. Um, or C for cryptocurrencies, you can't say the C word. Um, but um, look, people invest in things and they try, well, I guess they call it investing. They put some money in the stock market, they go and invest in, um, in Bitcoin or they invest in all of these other things without really understanding the fundamentals. But more so than that, they actually don't know how it fits into their long-term plan. So they're not really investing, they're gambling. Because if you can't predict the outcome within a reasonable uh, range, you are gambling, mm. right? You might as well put it on red or put it on black. Um, and we did that recently on our, our cruise, some, some winners, <laughs> some winners in this room. Um, but yeah, basically, if you don't know uh, the outcome or if you can't predict the outcome, like you can with property, with property, you can predict the outcome. You can predict the rental return. You can predict the capital growth based on, on, on data. Um, but with a lot of other investments that people call investments, they don't have investment fundamentals that you can do planning and forecasting with, whereas you can with property. So with people going out there trying a bunch of things, they're trying to get ahead financially. And this is where I'm so passionate about what we do because what we do works and people are going out there and trying things. And it's so sad. Every day you see somebody in the media that lost all their money by giving it to some financial planner that took all their money away from them or they lost 90% of their uh, money in, in uh, cryptocurrencies. You know, there's all these disaster stories that happen every day, but it comes down to the lack of planning, the lack of education and the lack of an expert team around them to help them achieve that result. Like I said, what we do works. And this is why we're so passionate about it because if you follow what we've built over the last 20 years here, showing people 
how to do it properly, how to get an expert team, how to structure and finance yourself the right way, and how to put the right assets in your portfolio to give you that end goal that you're trying to achieve, it works. Mm. Now, there's no guarantees with it. It is still investing. However, we've mitigated the risks in the investing that we do by by having experts around you. But the reality is, is that I challenge anyone listening to this right now to look at what they've been doing for the last five or 10 years versus what they could be doing working with us. Mm-hmm. If what you're doing now is not working and you can't with any certainty say that you're going to be able to retire financially free and achieve all of the goals you've set out for yourself, then you need to do something differently. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people... Again, going back to my first book, Let's Get Real, most people are kidding themselves. That's the reality. Most people are kidding themselves that everything's going to be okay. And if anyone now in their 20s, 30s or 40s or even in their 50s is going to be relying on the pension in 10 or 20 years' time, you can forget that right now. Mm. It's not going to be around. There will not be a pension in this country in the next 10 or 20 years' time and it will literally be every man slash woman for themselves Uh, and good luck. The data shows that most people don't have enough money in retirement. And the reality behind that is that a lot of people have had, um, they've been wiped out during the GFC and they're having to work longer um, because that's all their super, right? And they've they've lost that or had a huge hit during um, that period. People during COVID have lost their jobs. They've had to go back to work and extend. The reality is if you're not setting yourself up for these things, you're probably going to be working into your 70s or 80s. And I remember going over to the US in my mid-20s and there's literally people working at Costco and at the supermarkets there and they're, they're called greeters, right? When you go into a restaurant or something, you've got an 85-year-old standing there welcoming you into the store. They don't do that because they want to. They do it because they have to. Mm-hmm. And that's the sort of direction that we're heading here. And this is why, again, why we take it so seriously is because if you follow what we do and you take a long-term approach to your investing – You don't have to live like that. But the sad reality is, and I've got friends and family that will not invest and they will continue to come up with excuses as to why now's not the right time and they'll keep feeding me reasons why, you know, they've got this or that happening at work or this or that happening at home or something, some other bullshit excuse. Five or ten years goes by and they're still in the same financial position. And um, it it is sad because a lot of people are going to be getting to retirement age and they're going to be living off two-minute noodles. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you know, it, it is, you know, we have a laugh about that, but that's the that's the sad reality. Mm-hmm. You've worked your whole life, and in what they say is your golden years, the best years where you, where you can retire and, you know, you're supposed to be traveling the world and relaxing and enjoying life, and people don't have enough money to do the things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. That scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. It really does. And, and it should scare the shit out of everybody. If you look at your parents or anyone that you know that's older than you, um, how would you feel if they had to live off two-minute noodles? They couldn't pay the rent or they had to move out of their family home and sell the family home as they retire because they don't have enough money to live off. Mm-hmm. Healthcare is getting better. It's getting more expensive at the same time. People are living longer. Imagine if you retire at 65 or 67. What happens if you live for 30 years and your money runs out after 10? Mm-hmm. This is a very serious thing. You've got 20 years where you've got no money. That's a really sad prospect. For a lot of people, unless you take some time now to think about what that means, imagine if your friends or family were in that position, how would you feel? You would feel sorry for them. Mm. Start feeling sorry for yourself because you're not taking action now. And if you end up in your 70s or 80s living off $200 a week, 
man, that's not a fun thing to be thinking about. Yeah. In my 60s and 70s and 80s, I want the best healthcare I can afford. I want to be able to look after my family if they have issues with their healthcare or they need help with something. I want to be traveling the world into my 80s and 90s. I want to be, you know, getting on yachts and doing fun things. You look at Richard Branson. Do you think he's worried about money in his yeah. 70s, <laughs> 70s, 80s? I don't know how old he is now. <laughs> he's not getting any younger, but none of us are, right? And that's the thing. But Richard Branson's living his best life because he's not worried about money. He can afford to do all the fun things and he's not thinking at 67, I'm going to sit here in retirement on a rocking chair watching Oprah reruns, right? Because that's what I looked at my grandparents, right? When they were retired, they sat on their rocking chairs and they watched Oprah. Mm. This is what they do. And they went out in the garden and they went back inside again. They didn't have the money to travel and do all these fun things that they wanted to do. Um, and that's that's the sad reality is that a lot of people are not going to have enough money in retirement. So yeah, I just wanted to add as well, if you're in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, you still have the time up your sleeve to make a difference for your own retirement. If you're in your 20s, you have got so much time in the market. And as Luke always says, the more time you've got in the market, the more money you're going to make. Mm. And that's literally a fact. And the longer you wait, you're missing out. Yeah, We've got plenty of members who are investing and utilizing their money for their future. Whereas these people that are waiting, they're missing out. You're not making money, essentially. Mm. And if you're in your 20s and if you're in your 30s, you've got so much time up your sleeve to get a really good result compared to the people that we do speak with that are in their mid to late 50s where you don't have that time and it is too late, really. And a lot of the time people in their in their 50s that come to us, um, there's two scenarios. People have come to us because they've lost money in something. They've lost money in something else. They bought a dud property one time and they sold it. They tried to do a development and it didn't work. They put all their money in Bitcoin or whatever it was. And people are panicking to get ahead and try and recover the losses that they've made. The other type of person that we get in their 50s comes to us and says, hey, I haven't done anything and now I need to do something. And the problem that we see time and time again is that people are going out there in their 50s or in their 60s trying to prepare for retirement and because they haven't done anything in their 20s or 30s or 40s, what they're doing is actually taking high-risk opportunities that mean that they could lose their original capital. So people go into high-risk investments because they're trying to make up for lost time. And more often than than not, they fail and they're even further behind than where they were before. Mm. When we talk about people in their 20s, 30s and 40s having time, that's that's a double-edged sword because, yes, you've got time. You can invest and you can um, get that compounding growth in the marketplace and you can go through multiple property cycles before you get to retirement. The reality with that, though, is that people sometimes think, I'm in, I'm in my 20s, I've got heaps of time. And then they get to their 30s, I've got heaps of time. And that <laughs> continues through their 30s and 40s and then they get to 55 and in the same position where, shit, I don't have time anymore. You know, so whilst you do have time when you're younger, we don't, mean that by saying you've got time you can wait yeah what that means is that if you've got time start as young as you can and my dad always taught me and i i I didn't do it at first but then i started this habit of putting 10 percent of everything that hits my bank account into a separate account save 10 percent of what you earn pay yourself first good money habits is what's going to help you to build wealth and become a successful investor and that really is helpful if you're 17 or 18 like i was 14 and a half working at Hungry Jack's and then 15 and 16 and 17, you know, with these part-time jobs and I would still save a little bit. Right? I was getting paid 
$100 a week and I would still put $10 a week away. Mm. But those money habits have continued through. The stuff that I didn't learn in school has helped me to actually learn good money habits. So if you're 17, 18, 19, even in your 20s right now and you haven't started your investment journey, we're not suggesting that I don't have the deposit is is not a bad excuse, right? Mm. Understand that, yes, that's a reasonable excuse. That's a reasonable reason. But at the same time, there's plenty of education. Listen to this podcast. There's a 100 or so mm. episodes you can listen to for free. Um, there's two of my books that we've published that you can buy for 30 bucks. There's so much knowledge and experience in there that you can learn for a relatively low price. But when you get in these habits of actually saving money, you'll actually be in a better position in your 20s, 30s, and 40s to actually put that money to work for you. Right, because I always use this example of, you know, you get up all day, every day, you go to work first thing in the morning, you come home late at night, you know, big day, stressed out, tired, all you want to do is hit on, hit the couch. But see, when you walk in, your money is sitting on the couch doing nothing. So when you've gone up and got to work every morning, you've let your money sit on the couch and do nothing all day. Your money is sitting on the couch playing video games and watching Netflix all day and being lazy. Right, So unless you're putting your money to work, every day you get up and go to work, your money should be going to work as well. Even if you've got $10,000 or $20,000, find a way to invest that so that you can get a better return. Leaving it sit on the couch and watching Netflix is not a good use of your money. <laughs> so the sooner you can get your money invested and working for you, you can get that compounding growth that um, that property investment allows for. Here at The Property Mentors, We have decades of experience investing in property. We know what to look for and what kind of impact it can have on your portfolio. We have access to brokers, accountants, and property managers to make sure your portfolio performs. Visit thepropertymentors.com.au to learn more. I just want to go back to something you said before, Luke, about, you know, that we don't pretend that there is absolutely no risk in investing. Through your experience, through your sort of 20 plus years in the game, what would you say is the biggest risk in investment? The the biggest risk in investment, a lot of people think it's the actual asset, the thing that you're investing in. The biggest risk in investing is actually you as the investor. Because You as the investor are the one that makes all the decisions. You decide whether you're going to buy a property or not. You decide whether you're going to wait. You decide whether you're going to stay in your little comfort zone and be comfortable. Um, You decide whether you're going to do anything at all. So whenever you're going to get a loan, you choose the product. You sign the mortgage documents. You make all the decisions to buy or sell or put the rent up or down or sideways. You as the investor are the biggest risk to your own investment strategy. Investing works. There's people out there that are making billions of dollars every day investing. There's people out there every day that are losing money in investing. Now, does that mean that investing is risky? Some people say yes, some people say no. Investing does carry risk. But see, when you're making educated decisions with your investing and you're going out there with the education and the experience and and an experienced team around you to make informed decisions rather than just sitting on realestate.com trying to find the cheapest property, right, you can actually make better informed decisions and mitigate that risk. Now, it's not entirely risk-free, but no investing is. The most comfortable way of investing is putting your money in a term deposit with a bank, mm. right? Because the, the government guarantees your deposits up to about $250,000. But 
But see, the, the problem with that is that's that's only giving you a cash on cash return. That's not investing in an asset that's going to grow in value over time. Mm. So yes, very conservative way of investing. And if that's all you're comfortable with, then by all means do that. But if you want to become a successful property investor and really build long-term sustainable wealth, not just get in the market and make a quick buck, but if you want to build long-term sustainable wealth, then you need to think and behave like successful investors. Mm. And to do that, you're going to have to change some of the habits that you've got. If you've got habits where you go and waste all of your paycheck every week, you need to fix that. Find out where your money's going. If you're constantly coming up with excuses why you're too busy to think about and talk to somebody about your property investment strategy, you need to fix that. If you're going to come up with excuses why the interest rates, the government decisions, the property market are all these factors that are going to affect your investment strategy, you need to fix that. You need to increase your education, learn about how successful investors go out there in the marketplace, how they make decisions, and how they build wealth while you're sitting on the couch and making excuses. Mm. Well, the biggest risk in investment is you. How's that for a kick up the ass? <laughs> <laughs> so, and last week we had Dr. Nicola Powell from Domain on the podcast to talk about the recent house price report. And what that really shone light on for us is that the combined capital, so the capital of the major cities across Australia, has increased. And what that means is that for those people who are sort of waiting for prices to drop or are waiting on the sideline before they enter the market are too late. Their their last chance to do that was last quarter. So, Pat, what do you think investors should be taking away from that information? Well, firstly, the people that were waiting for interest rates to go down or the market to be less volatile, you can't control that. You may have a limited understanding of that also. And technically, you're gambling by waiting. You don't know if prices are going to be 50000 more expensive in three months, but you think it's going to be cheaper, but based on what? Who are you listening to, mm. to to wait? There's plenty of people that are making money right now in this market with these interest rates, these house prices, all of these things going on. What do they know that you don't know? Mm. And to layer onto that, why do they know things that yeah. you don't know? It's because they've got out of their comfort zone and they haven't made excuses and said, I'm blaming interest rates or I'm blaming the government or I'm blaming house prices or I'm blaming CPI. Or I'm blaming all of these other external factors as to why I'm sitting on the sidelines. Now, we're not saying that if you're sitting on the sidelines, you should get off your ass and go and invest right now, hmm. right? That's not what we're saying. All we're suggesting here is that you think about what you're doing as an investor, whether you work with us or not, I don't care. The reality is the whole purpose of us being in business is to help people build wealth through property. Now, if you go and do that on your own, great. Good luck to you. I hope it works out. If you work with us, all we're going to do is stack the odds in your favor. But the reality is, is as long as people get out there, get off their ass and do something, then I think we've achieved what we set out to do. Mm -hmm. Because if this podcast and these episodes that we're putting out help you or inspire you or motivate you to stop making excuses and get out there and do something, then we've done what we're here to do. Mm. Because if you don't do it, no one's going to do it for you. We've said that so many times, but there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never a silver bullet. And sitting on the sidelines has never, ever, ever in history built wealth for anyone. Mm. So you can sit on the sidelines all you like. You can always make money, but you can't get the time back. The longer you're in the market, the more compounding growth you're going to get, and that's going to help you build long-term sustainable wealth. And when we talk about 
long-term, sustainable wealth, these are really key components that you need to think about. If you've got a family, you shouldn't be coming up with any excuses whatsoever to delay your investing. If you look at your kids every day, you should be out there doing everything you can to help them set up for their future. And going out there and investing is one of the smartest things that you can do. Your kids are going to watch what you do. They're not going to, you can tell them to you blue in the face, they should invest. But if you're not doing it, they're not going to follow. Mm. If they're watching mum and dad invest as they're growing up, they're going to do what mum and dad did. Mum and dad aren't stressed about money. Mum and dad are financially free. What do you think your kids are going to do? They can't learn that in school. You didn't learn it in school. So how are your kids going to learn it in school? They will only learn from what you do, not what you say. Mm. And so that's one of the most powerful things you can do as a parent. And especially if you're in your 20s, 30s or 40s right now, this is a critical time for you because it really means the difference between, I almost say it's a life and death situation. Because when you're looking into those years in 10, 15, 20 years into retirement, you're either going to live financially free and not have to worry about money or you're going to be on a downward spiral as your money runs out. And as I get older, the last thing, the most scary thing in my in my head would be having a set amount of money and at some point that's going to run out. So mm-hmm. as I get older, there's more anxiety, more stress and more worry about money. Why would you want that after all these decades of being on the planet, mm-hmm. having to worry about money? Really have a think about that and really work out whether the excuses you're coming up in your head, you need to attend to those Talk to somebody about them. Talk to the property mentors. Discuss what's really going on in your head rather than just let it fester away and hope that someday all of your finances work themselves out. Mm, I think that's all very well said. All right, boys. So before the gloves go back on, we have talked about a lot of problems here and I do want to maybe just wrap up with some solutions. But I also just want to kind of recap that everything that we've spoken about today, all the you know worries and I mean, I know we've used the word excuses, but they're all very warranted in their own way. It's all very understandable. You are not the only one who will be going through this. This is something that we see across the board. But Pat, what would you like to wrap this episode up with? Well, if you've thought about investing, if you've invested before and you're not happy with where you're sitting and you want to make a difference to your own retirement, even if you think it's not the right time or you're not in the financial position, have a chat with one of our mentors, have a complimentary one-on-one session so we can figure out if we can help you or not and how we can help you. That's the best way to get started. At least you've done something about it. You've really got nothing to lose and everything to gain from having one of those sessions with a mentor. Very well said. Luke? I think the last thing to to wrap up on um, listening to this and our intention by this was to be a little bit firm and a little bit uh, not aggressive, but a little bit, uh, I guess, firm with our approach in what we're talking because a genuine reason for that is to help people build wealth. It's not to make people feel bad. So like you said, Phoebe, is that, this is normal for people to have fears and doubts and concerns, but the reality is, is that by sitting on those, it's not going to change your financial position. So the, the best advice that I can give after listening to this episode today is if you are serious about building wealth and changing your financial position, if you're not happy with where you're at in your financial life, the first step, of course, after you've booked a session with one of the mentor team to have a complimentary session is to make a decision that you're not going to keep doing things the way that you've been doing them. Mm. Once you've made that decision and you've committed to that decision, then the next part of it is to take the steps that you need to take to start changing that financial position. But until you make a decision that you're going to change it, 
nothing's going to change. And like we said earlier on, no one's going to do it for you. No one can force you to invest. No one can force you to make that decision. You and only you can make a decision that you want to change your financial future and stop doing things the way that you've been doing them. Mm-hmm. So have a chat with one of the mentor team, discuss what your goals are, what you want to achieve, and let's get you started. Mm. It's the definition of insanity, isn't it? Doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yet people do it day in, day out. <laughs> Pat and Luke, thank you so much for your time today. That's all right. Thanks, yeah. baby. If you found this episode or any of our episodes helpful, please make sure to share and leave a rating to help us reach more people on their investing journeys. And of course, subscribe to be notified when new episodes drop. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Investor Intelligence Podcast. You can find links to our other socials in the show notes, including a link to the Property Mentors weekly blog. If you're ready to get your property portfolio in shape for financial freedom, check out Luke's latest book, Property Fit. You can get yourself a copy at www.propertyfitbook.com.au.